What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact people of color. I am Lise Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Gifford with Jay. What up, Jay? What up, though? Uh, we are back with another episode, Extending the Life of the Culture, one episode at a time. And today we need to tackle the elephant in the room. And for some of us, that's quite literal. We're talking about that COVID-19. <laughs> but we're talking about that COVID-19 pounds. Listen, today is all about weight loss and weight gain. What happened? Like, how did you show up for your body during quarantine? Or how did your body show up for you? Uh, I remember, Jay, you ever see that meme with the little baby, the fat little baby that say, summer gonna get whatever body I give it? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. And it's hilarious. Little baby's so cute. But it's not so hilarious when you're grown. No, no. It's super hilarious when you're a baby. Not so hilarious when you're tapping on 34 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, right? Uh, and so, y'all think summer just gonna get that body, but you keep messing around and uh, spring, summer, and winter gonna get that same body. You're gonna look up that next decade, gonna get that same body. So let's talk about how to get off that COVID 19 on this episode. But first, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what is our segment where we identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? What you got, Jack? So you, we were talking offline before we start recording about um, body images and how people look at certain things about us, good or bad, and we're not even focusing on that. Um, Sometimes it's good. Sometimes like someone may think, oh, you probably want to be thicker or you want a bigger butt. And you're like, nah, I kind of like my butt. I kind of like being slim. Or somebody might say, oh, I love your hair. And you're like, my hair, this dry hair. Like it's always certain things other people notice about you, good or bad, that that's not even on your radar, right? Yeah. So um, I was just thinking about recently, uh, oh, no, you were just talking about how someone commented on your body. And that was, and it was a compliment and how you hadn't even paid attention to it. You're so busy focusing on something else that you want to work on. And so I was just thinking about how as of lately, I've been really, really realizing how beautiful my body is. Like my skin, I just, I'm like, wow, my skin is really, really beautiful. I get evenly toned and I just been noticing my, my face is pretty without with or without makeup. I love my hair. I don't know. I'm just really appreciating finally because it has taken so many years and you know how I am. Oh my God, I want bigger, I want bigger calves. I, you know, I got to get more. I mean, it's always something, right? Just like our last podcast, I just went ahead and just announced that black people are calf deficient, like just basing it strictly off my life, right? <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, and I'm just like, and you know, I've gotten plenty of compliments on my legs. Everybody's like, I don't get why you want bigger calves when your leg, when it matches your, your legs, mm -hmm. like you have very nice legs. I wish I had your legs. I'm like, no, they need to be bigger. They need to be. And I've just been looking at my body. Like I really appreciate how I look and how I feel like from head to toe. I mean, of course I always want to do more work and of course try to improve and enhance things. But right now, I really appreciate my body as is. I love it. Um, first of all, yeah, so we were out last night. And 
I totally noticed your skin. Because remember, I asked you, what you moisturize your skin with? And because um, <laughs> you was glow, like, it looked like you had on some type of powder or something that naturally makes your skin glow. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was wondering, so I, I just want a second that emotion that your skin was is totally popping and I don't know and you know what I don't know if this happens to you if it's kind of like manifestation or bringing something to the present but when you notice something about your body do it seems like it's even like 10 times better like I don't know if your skin popped to me because it's popping to you now you know what I'm saying possibly but you know what I noticed about you yours is too I meant to say something last night like, you look so pretty last night and with that bright color. And I never really see you in bright colors like that. That's deep. We was on, we on our glow up, sis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally noticed. I'm like, okay, you know, little happiness, little sunshine looking good on you, sister. <laughs> right. Little work. I, I used to think that was phony when people were like, you glowing? I'm like, really? Word, glowing, <laughs> straight up like that huh but I think it's really a thing (laughs) it's totally a thing you know happiness really changes the way you look literally you become more attractive when you're happy yeah yeah definitely definitely. for sure for sure um and and just the opposite like you know when somebody looks worn haggard tired because they're dealing with so much overwhelm stress sadness grief that that has a look so why can't the opposite have a look you know yeah that's true. Never thought about it that way. Never yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's my weight. What do you have a weight? What? Um, I do not have a weight. What? Uh, but because I want to deep dive into this weight, I thought I had one, but it's kind of whack. The only thing. So I was talking to a colleague this week, and we were on the phone for about an hour, just kicking it, and um, we were. He was telling me about this man who went to court. <laughs> to change his birth date. So basically, he tried to go to court to legally change his date of birth so he could be seven years younger. I was like, what? Why are they hating on that man? Did they let that man change his birthday? Absolutely not, right? So, (laughs) sir, you can't just decide when you should have been in the world. You can't roll back the clock miles on your car. Listen, I promise you, if you were to say that man won, I was definitely about to change my birthday to a summer. Honey, say less. Literally, there would be no room on the court docket for all the important <laughs> stuff because all of us would be in the court trying to roll back our birthday. They couldn't do it for him. Maybe not because they didn't want to because they couldn't get flooded with the rest of us trying to change our date of birth. Oh, I was praying. He, oh, man, like, please say, please say, they let that man know. Okay, so... Okay, my birthday gonna stay in November. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no, you still, you still in November, honey. And I'm sure the most important thing for most people is the year. But he tried to roll that date, date of birth back seven years. I was dying laughing. Like, what is wrong with people? That's hilarious. Because why should we allow our birthday or birth year to dictate how old we are? No. <laughs> I remember I had a client who would not tell me her age because she said that she did not want me treating her like she's old and I'm thinking like you wish you wish you would have told me your age and I would have treated you delicately no your workout is based on your capabilities yep. and your health record like that's it now if you had some type of injury or some type of um illness or something like that then yes of 
course I will make adjustments. But no, let's get it. Otherwise, you could be 70, 80 years old. Nah, no chill. Yeah, that's you though. But I'm pretty sure most coaches, most people do take into consideration, hey, you're an elder. I need to, you know, you're delicate. And a lot of times, not even just coaches, trainers, or whatever, sometimes it's the elder. Like, you know I'm such and such years old, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they, yeah, and maybe that's why I was so ready for that because I did get a lot of that. I'll take it easy on me. You know I'm 65. Now, to me, 65 sounds young because when, I, when I'm 65, I'm going to be like Angela Bassett and all the, the people who I admire. That's what I picture in my head. I don't picture anyone limping around or anyone who can't do lunges or run or that 80 year old who has the abs everyone knows her. i forget her name though who's extremely in shape black mm-hmm. one oh yeah it starts with a jack yeah i know who you're talking about jack, jack. Yeah. I forgot. yeah but i remember but so that doesn't know my my version of what 80 and, and 70 looks like is probably different than what they think is supposed it's supposed to be so no absolutely yeah let's Guys, let's stop playing victim to our age. Um, we age really, first of all, there's two ages, um, biological and chronological. So we're playing victim to our chronological age, but really your biological age is determined by, by how in shape you are, how clogged your arteries are, like what's your resting heart rate? Like, can you walk up a flight of steps? What's your flexibility? You know, what's your blood pressure? What's your cholesterol? Because on paper, you could be 40 but biologically, you can be easily 65, 70, 85, 90, or, or just the opposite. On paper, you could be 40, but biologically, you 20. So it really all has to do with, you know, some of the stuff we're going to talk about today with regard to weight loss, but everything we're going to talk about really has to do with reaching and achieving optimal health. Like, how are we taking care of ourselves? Because I know, Jay, for the past couple of months, the focus has really just been on immunity, right, and trying to avoid mm-hmm. COVID. And if, if you take the proper immune boosting tips, it will keep your weight in line because it's like no sugar, eat whole foods, drink water, you know what I mean? But um, now I want to put the focus kind of back uh, where we were pre-COVID and that's, you know, avoiding obesity, avoiding this excess visceral fat, which leads to a lot of chronic diseases um, that people of color and um, tend to uh, suffer from in some areas more than others, or at least perish, have more likely to die from than other communities. And so, but that COVID-19, that COVID-19, Jay, what has your fitness level been like since being in quarantine? Like you, you still got it? You still leaping? From I'm me? on top of my game. I'm on, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the absolute top of my game. I've never, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how with the lack of gyms and, you know, just other things that's available to me that how I can still manage to execute every day. <laughs> how about you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what's funny. <laughs> me either, me either, sis. Listen, <laughs> listen, I die with mind secrets. Listen, um, <laughs> So listen, you sent me and Tiff that workout video, that dance workout YouTube video the other day, and I went ahead and took a stab at it because I ain't no punk. You know what I mean? I don't back down from challenges. That's the no, that's no, no, you don't. No, no you, don't. you will not hear that behind my name. Uh, but what happened was uh, I was doing that workout, and a couple of those damn move, dance moves, you had to get low. It was a little mm-hmm. twerking involved, a little little knee and leg twisting. You had to get low, bring it up, pop it. 
And I realized, Jay, that my low ain't as low as it used to be. And I'm going to be honest with you. I had to take a moment to myself to grieve. You deserve that. You deserve that moment. Yeah. Is, is, is it something from COVID or is it something like, you know what, these knees ain't what they used to be just from life? It wasn't even my knees. It was almost like the flexibility in my hip flexors. Like I started, um, thinking, I started thinking the muscles we talked about since we got uh, certified by NASA. I'm like, is it my coccyx? Is it my... Girl, don't make me think about that ridiculous test. Why do I need to know this? Man, yeah, but when it started getting real. Jay, I was like, what? I was like, it must be my spine. Like, I refuse, refuse to believe that I could not drop it low. And it's not that I can't drop it low. I couldn't drop it low fast, like on beat and come back up and get back down there on the next eight count. like wait a minute so I really had to mourn uh, so that's um that's my focus um in my workouts I'm like oh I need to do moves to make sure I can get up and get back down functional 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 movement that's exactly right mm-hmm. yeah so if you want to practice twerking in the mirror every day so that you can get down low and get back up that's your business that's <laughs> shout out to Tabitha Brown that is definitely my business <laughs> Tabitha Brown but okay. yeah, um, but no, I picked it back up. You know, I fell off for a minute as far as intensity, as far as frequency during the quarantine. Definitely when it was cold. But soon as it warmed back up, let me tell you something. And you know what? I'm going to hit y'all with another weight whip. So Lisa and I worked out the other day. And Lisa knows for a fact that I have fell off during quarantine. She knows this, right? I've been all in her and Tiffany's ear about, I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm starting to get a mom bod. I'm like, I'm telling her all of this. We've been talking about it, texting, sending workouts, all this different stuff. So Lisa and I finally link up and work out together. Um, and we go running first, then we hit a workout. So the next day in our group chat, she's gonna tell Tiffany, <laughs> with your disrespectful self <laughs> that I got baby lungs. <laughs> baby lungs. Let me tell you, the next day, I almost killed myself trying to shave off. Like, I shaved off a minute and a half in my time running. I meant to send you all that screenshot from four days prior until that day. It was a whole like minute and a half different in my mind. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna show you baby love. You, you know, dog and well, I'm getting back on track. <laughs> and you can call my ba- lungs baby. Like, you know, you it's your friends. You got to watch people. It's your oh, friends. Oh, you know the ones closest to you. It's definitely always the ones closest to you. I would listen. I will, I couldn't believe it. And then it, it, it was so, it was such a perfect opportunity because Tiff in a group text like, Man, look at Mad J. Look at blah blah blah. So I'm like, oh, so she been showing out for both of us. She she just ain't been showing. No, out. no, no, no. Tiffany, okay, just so you know, we recorded a um, video. Now this is the second day. Tiffany knows I don't work out in hot heat ever. Period. That's just no. She got me out twice on the hot heat day. First time I didn't know it was gonna be the hot. Second time, she gonna get me out. I'm like, okay, it's only for a short clip because. We didn't, we did one workout and then it didn't record right. And when, so we recorded again and she gonna say, 
dang, it wasn't even recording. After I did this workout in the hot sun, I want to kill her. Sorry, no. So, <laughs> hey Tiff, I know you're listening. Yeah, I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to this weight. Back to this weight. Yeah. Um. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna start off with some tips today, or what? what you, how you wanna start it off? Yeah, I just want to talk about weight gain. A lot of people are gunning for weight loss. They were pre-COVID, maybe even more now from being more sedentary. We're not going to work. We're not going to church. We're not going different places that we at least used to get some type of movement in. And so there's been a lot of weight gain. And there's also been a lot of um, not just the weight gain, but no loss of like agility and loss of flexibility, Jay, loss of like being just quick and able to respond physically quickly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of atrophy. A lot of us maybe have lost some muscle mass. And so how do we, let's like, I want to revisit the basics about getting back on track with specifically just about your weight, strictly about your weight. Um, And so I'm going to start off from a exercise standpoint and say that, you know, if you're gunning for weight loss, the old formula is still the same, which basically weight loss simply comes from a caloric deficit, meaning, you know, you're burning more calories than you're consuming. So when you, we, we know we're going to talk about the kitchen, but you got to be burning calories and that's going to be more than just going um, from the couch to the office, i.e. the, the, you know, the bedroom to the living room. Um, You now have to actually be intentional with your workouts to actually make sure you're getting a caloric burn. And I don't, and I'm not saying those of us who are giving ourselves credit with these passive workouts, I went for a walk or I've been walking with my girlfriend three times a week and we chatting and strolling. I'm talking literally, you have to be sweating and literally burning calories intentionally, getting that heart rate up, pushing yourself, you know, joining maybe a virtual class, you know, getting some weights, turning on a video, you know, going into the Black Health Academy and really doing workouts that you don't normally do. Can you do a kickboxing workout? Can you do a HIIT workout? Can you do a dance workout? Um, what can you do to really start burning calories? Because more than likely, you have been consuming more calories than you normally would just because you're home more. And so to get that weight loss, you have to burn more than you're consuming. So that means you got to start burning calories. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so since you address the exercise, I just want to address what's on your actual plate. Um, some people want to lose weight. Some people want to gain weight. Some people want to maintain, but they want to, you know, same weight, but they want to um, keep, they want to lose the fat, but they want to maintain the weight. That's where I'm at currently. Um, and it's all about basically what's on your plate. We have to stop eating things that don't um, improve where we are. So if you're eating, let's say potato chips, let's say you're drinking pop, let's say you're eating candy, you know that that's pulling you in the opposite direction of where you want to go. I'm not one of those people who believe in in balance. There's certain things that should not be on your plate. There's certain things that you should never eat again. Let's just give an example. McDonald's chicken nuggets. You can't look at yourself and say, well, I've been eating salads all week, so I, I get to eat this for a balance. You have to become more disciplined in what you eat so that your triggers will come less frequently. The less that you're triggered and the less that you um, allow yourself to become undisciplined, you will reach your goals sooner. Yeah. So if you have a quote unquote cheat day, it won't be 
it won't be um, pound cake, right? Mm-hmm. It may be something like um, I made a dessert at home. It has more calories and it's a little bit more sweeter, but I use maple syrup. That's still a, a, a quote unquote cheat. Do you consider that cheat? No, I made some banana nut uh, muffins this morning, which I was going to bring you one if we was meeting in person, but, um, and I made them with maple syrup. I don't consider them cheating. Okay, well, maybe a cheat is more or less like, for me, it's more, okay, let's talk about that uh, <laughs> pizza that we ate. It's still no dyes, no added sugar and all this different stuff, but it's not considered healthy. So basically your bad stuff become better than it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's one of the things we teach when we are talking about adopting a plant-based diet, but specifically with regard, my formula for giving up sugar, one of the steps is make better bad choices, right? And so like Jay said, so we, um, in the last podcast, we talked about some different vegan frozen pizzas that we ate and those are considered junk food for us, right? But that's a better bad choice. When we eat pizza, we're not reverting back to dairy. We're not reverting back to meat. We're still reading the ingredients on these processed, you know, packaged foods. And so we still have some non-negotiables and some boundaries, even when we're eating junk, right? Right. Okay. So establishing those boundaries, even around your junk is so important. I think you're right, Jay. Sometimes when we do well, like you said, salads all week, I've been drinking my water, whatever, we feel like when it's time to, you know, have a, a treat, we throw all caution to the wind and we're pulling up in drive throughs We haven't created any boundaries. We haven't, you know, cheating. If you're trying to be plant-based, cheating does not have to be a cheeseburger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. make better bad choices. Yeah, better bad choices. 100%, better bad choices. Um, I'm going to take it back to the gym because um, I did we did our monthly open health coaching at the Black Health Academy last Sunday. And this question, somebody asked me about weight loss and um, she wanted to know specifically, you know, how to lose her stomach. And so I want to remind people when you're trying to lose weight, unfortunately, you cannot target fat. You cannot target where the fat comes from. So if we are trying to get a flat stomach, you doing crunches, you doing ab work, you doing planks, you doing oblique, work that is simply going to build the muscle under the fat so those exercises are effective i'm not saying don't do them i'm saying don't think you're burning fat when you're doing them you're simply building the muscle under the fat so burning fat is really about high intensity cardio and then changing your diet but even doing this high intensity cardio when you when you do exercises that target a certain area of your body it's always going to be strength training there's no way to target cardio and mm-hmm. so, you know, when you do uh, overhead presses, when you do um, rows, when you do squats or lunges, you're targeting a muscle and you're building that muscle and muscle can be built under fat. You can be yes. muscular under your fat. And mm-hmm. so just doing the abs and the crunches and things are only going to give you a six pack under the fat. So you, you have to burn calories increase the caloric burn by increasing the intensity of your workouts walk uphill run uphill take those steps get on that bike get on that stairmaster go to that you know high intensity kickboxing class or dance zumba class um or your bar or yoga class like really push yourself um and exert yourself to at a safe level you know if you need, need an instructor or whatever but you cannot target fat um and please remember that 
Yeah, my uh, next one is invest only in things that you want to maintain for life, such as gym memberships, such as healthy food, such as um, maybe a personal trainer, even if that's on and off. Don't invest in things such as diet pills, um, waist trainers, um, surgeries. These are the things that are give temporary results, if any at all, risk your health and risk your body and self-image to yourself. Because the thing about taking shortcuts is you never learn the discipline and you never see yourself doing the hard work and reaping the benefits from your hard work. So you never get that mentality of look what I'm doing and what will I do to keep this? So you're missing out on a huge portion of uh, mindset, a portion of the mindset that's needed to get weight control, a weight loss or healthy weight gain that's needed to maintain it. So we can't, we can't take shortcuts for certain things. We have to go through each step. So when we get there, we know how to keep it and we know how to have the mindset and the discipline. Mm. Um, I think, I think that's it. That's it. Don't invest in things that you want to um, have around for a lifetime. You don't yeah. want to take diet pills for the rest of your life. You don't want to keep going back, getting surgery. You don't want to, you're not going to wear a waist trainer, um, you know, everywhere on the beach and everywhere. Like do the things, do the hard work. Stop trying to take the shortcut and, and you will feel so much better when you reap the benefits of your hard work. Yeah, that's such a good point. And that brings me to my next tip which is about the way you build the confidence um, and the way you begin to slowly feel like this is possible. Like, like me and Jay always say, this actually losing this weight is available to me. Even though I've been trying for years, I can get rid of this 50 pounds. The way you start getting confidence in your ability to do it is with micro wins. So maybe today is, you know, if, if today is Wednesday, I need you to focus on Wednesday. I need you to focus on drinking Wednesday's water. I need you to focus on doing Wednesday's workout. I need you to focus on eating Wednesday's food. Do not start jumping ahead thinking about Thursday, Friday, next week, next month. Don't start thinking about, oh my God, the 4th of July is Saturday. How am I going to get through that? We usually barbecue. Focus on Wednesday. Get some micro wins under your belt so you can be proud of yourself in the moment. Sometimes the issue is we only want to celebrate once we achieve the goal, but if we fail at achieving the goal, we never celebrate. So you don't get the benefits of those micro wins because the micro wins are attached to your confidence okay so focus on today right one of the things um, i often say in a lot of my lectures is most of us live our life either reviewing the past or rehearsing the future this is a formula for failure when it comes to weight loss because if you're reviewing the past all you can all you have is all the times you failed i did the detox that ain't work i did the 21 day cleanse that ain't work i joined uh, this this crazy workout gym that pushed me too hard and left me with injuries, that didn't work. Um, I tried to do it with a girlfriend. She fell off, so I fell off, so that didn't work. So if you're reviewing the past, all you have in the past is ways it didn't work. If you're rehearsing the future, you have no confidence. You never got wins under your belt. And so you're worried about whether or not you're going to be able to do this in the future because you got vacations coming up. You don't know how the money's going to fall out. Your day is getting busy. Oh, my God, are we about to turn to work? So stay out of the future. Stay out of the past. Focus on Wednesday. Okay. Amen, sister. Amen. Come on, little plant-based church today. All right. 
So I'm just going to piggyback off of that and, and talk about micro wins for a second. Micro wins, you drunk more white, more water today. Micro win, uh, your girlfriend didn't go or your, or your guy friend didn't go to the gym with you today and you still went. Micro win, you didn't obsess over the scale. You went up, you got dressed and you worked out. You didn't think about what the scale said. That's, these are micro wins that people don't pat themselves on the back for. A micro win is you got up 15 minutes earlier and did a 15 minute workout. You didn't do the hour that you wanted to do, but you did 15 minutes. These are all micro wins, and we need to realize that that's a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So think about your micro wins. Think about what you weren't doing before that you're currently implementing now. Yeah. And that it's, it's not as easy as it looked for people. You, you got the um, plant-based burger instead of the, the beef burger. Um, you... You know, a lot of different, it's a lot of different things that you'll find yourself doing and you have to focus on those micro wins in order to realize, like, look at me, look what I'm doing. Absolutely. I'm really doing what I need to do to make a better version of myself, slowly, mm -hmm. surely. Yeah, I drank a smoothie instead of coffee this morning. Micro win, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. That is huge. That is huge. Yeah. Because even the scale doesn't reflect that, but your confidence will. Because when you do it one day, the next day becomes easier. And then the next time it becomes easier. When you say, you know what? I brought my, my lunch. Thank you. When you get back to the office or if you're still there, you know, y'all go ahead and have the pizza and the cookies. Man, that's a, man, that's more than a micro win. That's a macro win, sis. Stay focused. That might be macro. That might be macro. <laughs> um, my next um, tip is, although she, she just said, don't look, spend too much time looking to the future, but be prepared to be tempted. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when you're, you're trying, you're transitioning into being plant-based or eating healthier, whatever it is, and it's not automatic yet. You're still in the manual phase of telling yourself, no, don't eat that cookie. No, don't drink that pop. No, don't eat the, whatever it is, you're still, you literally are stopping yourself you have to prepare for temptations, right? So if you know you're going over your family house and they make that macaroni and cheese that slap, listen, bring something that makes you feel fulfilled, something that makes you feel that it's hearty. You know, like I just discovered um, a spinach ricotta pasta at Whole Foods, right? Mm. Would I eat it every day? No, but in that situation, where I'm not going to eat this dairy, but I still want something like savory and, and hearty. I'm going to, I'm going to prepare for that. Either, either eat it before or bring it. I suggest during, if you know, you're going to a barbecue and them ribs be hidden, bring something that you like a lot. Don't try to bring a salad. No, no, no. If you love salads, then bring a salad. Of course. But you're going to want to sit around like everyone else and eat, you know, barbecue. Go ahead this day. Eat your barbecue sausage, plant-based, of course. And don't make a habit out of eating this for me because that's not what we call plant-based. That's vegan. But on, we, we don't, what we don't want you to do is get that taste for animal products again. Mm -hmm. So you know you're going to be tempted. Prepare for it. 
You know, if you know you're going to want something sweet, you know, bring your, bring a sweet, sweet smoothie with bananas and blueberries and some, you know, and, and, and don't act like you forgot that, that, that smell was, that aroma was going to hit you and you're, you were going to be tempted because you know yourself. <laughs> if you know the rib slap, basically, if you know they're going to be hitting, you got to hit back harder. But Jay, I want to go back to something you actually said. I don't know. I don't think the people caught it. Um, when we were talking about the micro wins, you said the scale won't reflect that micro win. Now, that I think that's one of the keys about micro wins is that the only wins we typically acknowledge when we're trying to lose or gain weight is the ones on the scale. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that it's your job to acknowledge the micro wins and it's your job to understand that most of the time the scale won't reflect the micro wins. Like choosing this green smoothie over coffee, the scale ain't about to reflect that, okay? Choosing to do that 15-minute workout um, instead of Netflix and chilling, the scale's not going to reflect that. Like when you get up in the morning, you're not going to be down five pounds, okay? Um, but it's all about getting gaining that confidence, go to the next level. But I, I like the way you put that, that the scale won't reflect the micro wins. And we got to remember that and stop becoming Weight Watchers, what we, you know, historically call scoreboard watchers, right? Don't worry about the score, just stay in the game. Your only mission is to stay in the game. Don't worry mm-hmm. about the score yet. Just stay in the game. That in and of itself is a micro win. Did I stay in the game today, right? So that's important. Um, I want to focus on sleep for my next tip. A lot of us don't realize that we actually lose, um, we actually lose weight um, a couple of ways. Number one, when we exhale, um, expelling that carbon dioxide, and then sleep. Sleep is so important. And for most of us, especially with quarantine, our sleep schedule is so jacked, man. We letting the baby stay up. We up all types of night. Now y'all know we love Tiff. What y'all don't know is Tiff usually go to bed about eight. It's a ridiculously early hour. Even Tiff told us like, y'all, I've been staying up late. Now for her, that might mean 945. For our late, we know that that could mean anywhere from, you know, one, two, three in the morning. So if we're not getting adequate sleep, guys, chemically um, from a chemistry standpoint our body is not getting the time and space that it needs to recover right so you know for apoptosis and things that happens with our with our cells for our muscles to uh, repair all of so much magic happens when you sleep including you know that that weight part of that weight loss and so try and try and get back on a healthy sleep regimen the most optimal hours to be sleep ideally is actually between the hours of 10 p.m and 2 a.m that's when you have the highest chance of getting that deep rem sleep uh, where the magic really happens and so try and get back on a sleep regimen because i know jay has your sleep schedule been all over the place Mm, no you know me i uh i'll fall asleep <laughs> like, now, if i let you shut up <laughs> <laughs> nah you know these are my best hours but like come like 10 o'clock i'm sleepy I, and i ain't too much engaged in too much anything so i can't really say it okay yeah you yeah you be out like a light early well i know me i've definitely had plenty of nights in quarantine where i'm up to two three in the morning um working, reading, watching TV, kicking it, whatever. Um, I definitely, not having to be with a client at six and seven in the morning, um, even if I'm going to wake up early to work, it's just different when you got to be somewhere. We all know that. And so for a lot of us working from home, if you literally only have to roll over into the living room, that man, some of us are just taking that extra time to be up and to do things. And that's cool. 
but understand how it is potentially impacting your weight. Yeah, um, I believe it's my last tip. Stress, stress, stress. Ooh. We talk about stress a lot. Yeah, man, it, it impacts your weight so significantly. And, and, it, and it really, yeah, exercise matters. Yes, what you eat matters. It all matters. However, if you're not managing your, your stress levels, you may be undermining all of those things that you're doing because of the cortisol that's um, being increased in your body. And now you're craving different things. You're craving sugar. It's storing sugar. You, you know, your, your abdomen is getting bigger. All these different things because you're stressed out. Yep. And, and you know what I'm starting to realize? Some people don't know they're stressed out. I, you know, I don't really know when I'm stressed out as much as I should know. I just know I feel different in the way I'm reacting to certain situations may not be as positive. So how does a person even know when they're stressed out? Mm. We, let's do another episode about that. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a phenomenal observation that, um, you might not even know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So for those of you who know, oh my God, my job is stressing. Some people do know my job is stressing me out. Um, my kids are stressing me out. Oh my kids, they're going to college. I need to make more money. I'm working two jobs. That's stressing me out. I'm not getting the promotion. That's stressing me out. Or I got a promotion. That's stressing me out. For those of you who know that, man, I'm telling you, I used to say it all the time, anything in your life that's causing you distress, stress, um, is worrying you, those things, I promise you, they will be waiting for you whenever you get done mm -hmm. enjoying your life. Mm -hmm. Go out. I just joined the slow roll for Southfield. Just to get a breather with other people, you know, listen to some music, ride my bike. Trust me. My problems at home, they're going to be there. But I'm going to take a minute or two to unwind and de-stress. Mm -hmm. And when you go back to that problem, it may not seem as big. Or you may have gotten um, a clearer head and now you know how to tackle that problem. But when you just stay in that problem, worrying, stressing about it, calling everybody, venting about it, getting around people with the same problem as you and now y'all all venting, it just seems like there's no way out. So you know, get a break. Get a break whatever it is that raises your vibrations or start tackling things little by little. If it's your home is too messy, don't try to clean it all at once. Start with a small, uh, a small job, a small task. Start at the closet. I don't know what it is. So if it's your attic, start one, one corner. But whatever it is, start tackling, devise a plan, a strategy, and also a strategy for how you're going to get a minute or two away from this problem to think. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So important taking time to uh, reflect in stillness um, and develop some self-awareness. I'll tell you one way I'll give a, a spoiler alert because we're definitely going to do the next episode about stress and identifying when you're stressed, Jay. So don't let me forget. Um, okay. I tell you one way to be able to develop that level of self-awareness is you got to clean out the system like you got to unclog your pipes. Um, me and Jay were just talking about last night frequency and just actually existing on a frequency that allows you to notice things about yourself some of us are so clogged with junk with mucus and toxins um and negative negativity negative thoughts you know low self-worth low self-esteem 
um, one of the things that's going to help you get unclogged, it's going to literally be changing your diet, right? You cannot put the things in your body um, that are detrimental to your health, that are uh, basically synthetic chemicals, man-made synthetic chemicals, and we may not, not even going to call it food, and then expect to be able to think clearly, problem-solve clearly, expect to have emotional intelligence, and moreover, expect to have self-awareness. So it, you have to begin to unclog the system, and luckily, that's also one um, of the tools for losing weight, right? And so if you start changing your diet, you will also then be able to develop um, some awareness about how you're triggered from a stress standpoint and how it shows up for you, how it then physically manifests in your world. You know, is it anxiety? Do you retreat, right? Do you just uh, start separating yourself from the world and everything because you can't deal, you're overwhelmed? Um, do you turn to substances, whether that be alcohol or drugs or sugar? Um, how do you, how does that stress manifest? But you have to begin to unclog so that you can see out, see yourself, you know, in the frame, right? Um, so that's going to be important. Um, um, finally, Jay, I want to talk a little bit about weight gain really briefly. A few people often ask about um, how do I gain weight? Well, a lot of us for quarantine, maybe it has been stress, maybe it has been whatever it is, but maybe you've lost weight. Um, uh, maybe you got that COVID negative 19, honey, um, and maybe it hasn't been int intentional. And so, or maybe you're just on a plant-based diet and you want to know, how do I eat this clean, either maintain my weight or put on some weight? And Jay, you've been small for most of the time I've known you. Um, what's the first piece of advice you would give somebody who wants to maintain or put on? Um, drink um, a smoothie that has a lot of calories in it, but not full of junk, like no whey, no powders. This For my smoothie, I always put peanut butter in it, healthy fat, you know, avocado, make sure I put my vegetable. Just when I count the calories from my smoothie, it's probably about 500 calories or something like that, maybe four to 500 calories. Um, but it's no junk. So, I, so I'm starting my day off giving myself that caloric boost. And mm -hmm. then, you know, I know for me, I'm not sure if you know your body type, but I'm an ectomorph. ectomorph. So with knowing that, it's like I lose easily. I mean, if I, and I gain, it's hard for me to gain in the right places that is. Mm -hmm. um, and so knowing that, I realized if I eat something, it'll throw me off. If I eat a banana, I won't be hungry for five hours. So I try not to eat any snacks that aren't intentional. I try to eat a full meal every time mm. or snacks that have um, nutritional value, not just, don't just eat a little bag of chips and now you're good for a moment. No, you really need to grab some, Ezekiel bread and throw some peanut butter on top or some bananas on top, some apple butter on top. Um, some, what's that, that good cashew nut butter, uh, not cashew, but, um, almond, almond butter. Mm -hmm. Um, and things like that. Like, don't be afraid of healthy calories, basically. Yeah. Like, it's not the same as eating, uh, a pizza or a cheeseburger deluxe. It's not the same as drinking pop all day. Like there, are, you can gain weight in a healthy way. Basically, follow the same plant-based rules. You know, make sure that the thing, the food is, the foods are unmanipulated as possible. But make sure that you're just eating more calories. Like if you're the the opposite of what Lisa said, if you're um, eating more calories than you're burning, then you're going to gain weight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think sometimes the issue is no appetite because for you, like you said, a banana, you'll be full for hours. So then how do you then get the appetite, i.e. the desire to eat more? And that's going to come from lifting. So one of the ways that you... Um, put on weight from a gym standpoint is you have to get under some weight. You have to get under some mass. If you, you may love cardio, but if you're trying to gain weight, you're going to actually have to cut back on a steady state cardio. You can maybe do high intensity cardio that maybe lasts 15, 20 minutes max for you. And then you got to start lifting. When you start building muscle, it increases your appetite. The a part where people usually drop the ball is with the consistency of it, especially if you haven't been a regular weight trainer or resistance trainer. Maybe there's some intimidation with the weights. Maybe there's a past injury you were worried about flaring up. Um, maybe it's just a lack of knowledge. So around form, what weights do I start with? You know, how many reps should I be doing? So it's just like, hey, I don't feel comfortable in this area. So I stick to what I know, which is the treadmill or walking or whatever, but I'm trying to gain weight and those are working against you. So if you need to get a coach, if you need to follow a program, but weight gain, you have to be lifting, man. That's how you put on healthy weight. Um, and not just trying to get, you know, weight on your body through the plate, you have to actually put on mass. Um, because you at the end of the day, even though you want to gain weight, you actually still want to maintain a fairly low body fat percentage. The more body fat you have on your body, the more likely you are to um, have a chronic disease. So the lower the body fat, the healthier you are inside and out. So for those of you that want to gain weight, don't just focus on the outside so much that you're doing detriment and setting yourself up for a potential uh, chronic disease. Yep, I don't think I have any more tips after that. I think that pretty much... Okay. Yeah, Jay, we're definitely going to tackle that stress piece um, next time. How do I know even if I'm stressed? Because I remember my therapist, I walked into her when I got back from Spain um, and my sister had just totaled my car. I walked into her office, our first session, um, she looked at me and was like, you stress? I was like, no, I'm not. I study stress. I teach stress. I was like, I know what stress is. I know how to manage it because um, I teach it. So uh -uh, I'm not stressed. But I remember in that moment, um, at that time, that week in my life feeling really overwhelmed. I remember feeling very different today than I felt then. And she saw it and felt it was just energy, right? Um, and I'm so like, I'm the health person, so I can never succumb to the things I teach, which is 100% untrue. Um, and so I want to talk about kind of what that experience was like for me and what did I notice about myself when I was stressed during that time that my therapist picked right up on right away. So yeah, we're going to dedicate an episode to that um, the next time. If you haven't already, do yourself a whole favor because um, first of all, do the happy dance because we're going to end on a high, high note on a high, high note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget about that song, man. On a high, high note. All right. What's the high note? No, I just want to repeat again. It's actually the same high note from two weeks ago. But I just want to remind everybody that the Black Health Academy is an accredited institution. Woo woo! So um, tap into all of the beautiful content that we have available for you. Um, I think we're rounding out. We're almost at 800 members. Um, we have master classes on chronic disease prevention and reversal. We have master classes on whole food, plant-based nutrition. We have plenty of ready-made workouts from certified personal trainers. Um, and then we also have master classes about mastering the mental sci-fi, psychological fitness inside the academy. And then come, coming this summer for the first time, the academy will be introducing a plant-based certification 
with the sole purpose of educating more people of color and getting more people in color in the plant-based certification or they're in the plant-based world, should I say. So I know when I was getting certified in plant-based nutrition, all the years that me, Jay, and Tiff have been learning and studying plant-based nutrition, we've been reading books and going to lectures and listening to talks by people who just don't look like us. And so um, I've made it my mission to make sure that we have a little more representation so we realize that we do have a market share and this is available to us so we can save our communities. And so the plant, uh, the Black Health Academy will be introducing a plant-based certification program this summer called The Other 23, which I'm super duper excited about it. So more to come from that. But if you want to be one of the first to be notified, if you want to start saving that coin uh, so that you can get certified in plant-based nutrition, then make sure you're enrolled in the Academy, which is 100% free so that you're on an email list. Um, Academy members will be notified first, get first access to enrollment. Our first course, um, first certification course will have a limited number of seats. And so if you want to be the first to be notified when the Black Health Academy introduces their plant-based certification, make sure you're enrolled in the into the Academy. So that is the blackhealthacademy.com theblackhealthacademy.com I think that's all I got Jay you going out on a high high note on a high high note I'm going when going out on a high high note hey on a on a high high note did I, did I nail it did I nail it listen you always nail it sis you know you the singer what we say the black health Acadians was that our group <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well, we're still taking applications listen we got the, the application for Farm to Table, but the Black Health Acadians is also going to be coming up soon. So stay, stay looking ahead for that, okay? <laughs> yes, we're, our media company is coming. Uh, don't hold your breath, though. Um, and finally, Jay did mention Farm to Table. Listen, Farm to Table is our signature plant-based nutrition course. Now, Farm to Table is for anybody. You don't, you don't have to have a desire to be certified in it. You just want to adopt a more plant-based diet for yourself, for the health of your family. Um, you just want to know more about it and get healthier. Our next Farm to Table course is starting on Tuesday, July 14th, Tuesday, July 14th, um, which will uh, be uh, right around our, the next time our episode drops. So this is probably the last final call you're going to hear on the podcast about enrolling in Farm to Table. It's a six-week intensive. It's 100% virtual. Just go to farmtotablecourse.com, farmtotablecourse.com, and that's farm, P-H-A-R-M, farm, P-H-A-R-M, com. Or you can just access it from inside the Black Health Academy, enroll in the Black Health Academy, uh, and search around in there for Farm to Table um, because this course is impactful we have had loads of graduates over. I've been doing this course almost four years now, um, hundreds of graduates, and people absolutely love the course. It's getting better every semester. Uh, this current semester, if you're enrolled for summer 2020, I now have, I'm down to six seats. We literally just had two people enrolled since we've been recording the podcast here. So I'm now down to six seats. We have six seats remaining for farm to table summer 2020 and um it's gonna be lit like i'm gonna be on my litty game i love teaching this course i'm so excited um to educate my people people that look like me in this knowledge to save themselves and their families so do yourself a whole favor look into enrolling in farm to table a six-week plant-based nutrition intensive i look forward to seeing you inside i think that's all we got until next time Oh. Well. oh god no more occasion no never mind y'all we're not we're not doing no singing <laughs> peace out y'all <laughs>